We've all seen it. Those photos on social media of the perfect pantry with the labels on each OXO container. But is that really achievable? Hello, my name is Caitlin Atkins, owner and founder of Spaces Organized and Styled, LLC. NAPA member who holds a certificate in residential organizing, household management, and life transitions. I am the professional organizer to help you get those goals achieved. The professional organizing industry can come across as a very high-end, luxurious, and extravagant trade. That is why each week I will be here to break down some of the tips and tricks I give my clients in our sessions. This podcast is for anyone who is interested in getting organized, decluttering, or becoming a professional organizer. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I hope you enjoy it. And if you want to find out more, please follow me on my Instagram, Spaces Organized Styled. Now let's get this episode started. Hello, I am so looking forward to this week's podcast, vlog, whatever you want to call this. Um, We are going to be discussing all things makeup and I took some time, wrote down a list of my, um, all the things I wanted to share about makeup, beauty products, how to store them, what to do with them, all the things, you know, regarding organizing around beauty products. So I've written my list, it's off to the side, so if I'm looking over um, to the side, that is why, because I want to make sure I don't forget anything. Um, my name is Caitlin Atkins. Thank you for joining me. I am super, super excited, like I said, to be talking about this. Um, I have to say that I have gone into, at this point, so many homes with a surplus amount of makeup and beauty products. Um, as women, we tend to pick things up as we are out shopping at CVS or Walgreens or in the mall. Not so much nowadays, but um, you may find that you have a lot of makeup in your home and in your bathroom. And potentially, as you're decluttering and organizing, you want to know specifically what to do with this makeup and all of the beauty products. So I'm gonna tell you. I have a couple tricks. Um, If you are looking to declutter and organize your makeup, the very, very first thing that you wanna do is to sit down and take a look at what type of woman you wanna become wearing makeup. Do you want to be the type of person who is only investing in products that are cruelty-free, organic, vegan, um, are part of companies that are eco-friendly, that are doing great things for the environment? Think about that um, even in terms of your makeup brushes. Are they vegan products? Is that something that um, is interesting to you or something that you want to switch all your makeup brushes over to, to vegan products? If so, the very first thing you want to do is throw away anything that doesn't align with that. And that is truly the quickest way to cut down if you find yourself with drawers and bins and containers of makeup That will be the fastest way to limit the number of things that you have. Okay, so that's the first step. What kind of products um, do you want to be using on your skin? And really, like, think about that. Do you care that they're synthetic material? Do you care that they're not vegan? Do you care that there's animal byproducts? I mean, all of those things, do you want those um, to be in your skin? And no shame, like, if you don't care and you don't have a preference, whatever. But if you do care and those things are, you know, important to you, the first thing to do is cut out anything that isn't that. And when you think about it, there's like maybe some resistance there, but oh, this product cost $60. Oh, this is a really high-end, um, you know, beauty product. 
the one thing to think about like when it comes to that is like yes there was a cost associated with that there was a cost um, originally when you purchased that item however there's now a cost for it to be stored in your house there's you know that's not living there rent free like there is a fee and there's a you know cost for that to be sitting in your drawer in your bathroom or in a container in you know your linen closet like that is actually taking up space for something else that it's actually not giving you any joy or fulfillment because it's tucked away in a box um, and it's it's taking up space for something that you really could enjoy to be there so it may be a little bit hard to like disconnect with um, with the cost that was associated with that a really great way to get over that is to give away so if you have and this is great for you know um, I do this a lot with women who have younger daughters who have you know adult daughters who have you know maybe some grandchildren friends if you have something that is one in good shape and good quality and it may not even be opened yet or um particularly with like not eye makeup brushes but maybe facial brushes definitely something that you know is not you know dirty by any means or has anything um could cross contaminate but if there's something that you feel that somebody else could use especially with um, a product that's not yet open you know, feel free to like give those on to somebody else who can maybe try out the color palette, who can try out the different shade and see if that works for them. Um, that is always a really great way to kind of relieve the anxiety of, of giving away something that had cost, you know, potentially a lot of money at one point. Um, also think about it that it may have cost a lot of money at the time that you purchased it, but is it really worth, would you pay for that at that value, you know, now? Would you pay for it at that cost? So it's another way, you know, yes, I bought this product. It was, you know, $80 worth of eyeshadow at the time, but now you're realizing that that eyeshadow um, doesn't really fit you. It doesn't fit kind of what your um, intention is. You know, it's not maybe vegan or it's not... The, even the shades, they're not the colors that you want to use anymore. So would you purchase it at the $80 price point that you had originally? Probably not. So that's another way to kind of um, recognize that that item just isn't serving you anymore. Okay, um, that was a little bit a little bit further. So think about the type of woman you want to be, to think about what um, you know things are important to you when you're wearing the makeup. And also think about this when you're doing any like facial products. So this is um, skincare routine, um, all of the beauty lines that you're using. Think about it when um, anything that you're putting on at night, eye cream, face cream, um, hand lotions, those types of things. Okay, um, going into the, the next point here is what type of skincare routine do you currently have? Do you have a morning skincare routine? Do you have an, um, a nighttime skincare routine? Do you want to have one? If so, Think about the products that you need for those and start leaving those items out. If you don't currently have a routine, then you can add those things in as you're um, either getting up and getting ready for your day. You can quickly grab the item that you need or alternatively, if you're going to bed, you'll already have it out. So anything that you're wanting to incorporate into your, um, your routine, leave them accessible at least in the beginning as you're starting your routine so that way you're quickly, um, you're able to quickly pick those up and apply them and they're not like stuck in a drawer and they get pushed to the back and then you don't ever use it. Um, this goes into another point, which is do not save the items that are really high-end and expensive for a special occasion because why like there is no reason why you have to save um, you know maybe a really um, expensive sunscreen for 
like a special trip. If there was, you know, you purchased it at one rate, you know, one point, or you were given it, even, um, you know, as gifts, why are we saving those items for the, you know, absolute special occasion? Start using those things now and start incorporating them into um, your daily routine. And those may become more important to you than some of the other products that you've bought. And then you're able to kind of declutter the things that, um, you know, maybe weren't as high end or as special to you at the time. Okay. The next thing is once you've started to declutter, you've gotten, um, you know, your supplies down to the things that are actually important to you that you want to actually use. Don't keep any palettes that only have a little bit left in them, if, especially if you have a whole lot, um, you know, of eyeshadow particularly. Don't keep anything with just a little bit of um, powder left, and especially if you don't like the remaining colors in the palette. Like, we all get those palettes that have that one shade in it that we're never going to use, but then there's one shade that we used all the time, and we're just kind of keeping that. But again, for why? Um, if you're never planning on using that other color palette, it's just, it's not serving you anymore. It's just time to pass it along. Okay. So the next thing that you can do to really cut down on the amount of makeup that you have is expiration dates. And this is kind of a tricky topic because I find that a lot of women, um, either one, don't know that their makeup and beauty products expire or two, they don't really, um, care either way. Well, makeup products do expire and you can figure out the expiration is when you look at them on the back, there's going to be a tiny little symbol. It's going to be a jar and it's going to look like it's open and it's going to have a number written inside. That's either going to say six, 12 or 24 months. I haven't seen anything other than those. And that's going to tell you how many months that you have to use that product until it expires once it's opened. So if it's, um, has a six, it's six months from the date that you open it, that that is going to expire. It's really confusing to you know try to keep track of all that. So the one thing um, to know is that, and I've seen this so many times going into um, homes, is that there are a ton of beauty products that have been opened that may have even turned because they were, were there for so long and have not been you know used completely. Those things just, you just need to throw them out. They're no good anymore. You really don't want to be putting that into your skin, like on your skin. <clears throat> you just don't want to be using those things. So really think about it. You know, when was the last time you maybe used that lotion or eye cream? Was it within the last six months? If it says six months, no, then you should probably throw it out. You know, and it's a, um, especially important when it comes to eye makeup. You know, those things are in eye products. Those things are so close to your eyes. Do you really want to take the risk that something was expired, um, that you haven't used it in years that you want to be putting those things um, really so close to your body? Probably not. So that's another quick way to throw out and purge a whole lot of um, makeup and beauty products is to look at the expiration. Next thing I kind of touched on it a little bit is if you didn't use something completely. We as women tend to have a few things that just have a little bit left in the bottom of them. Okay. That's not bad. However, what I would say about that is if you have something that you have a little bit left of, you've probably already bought the replacement and you've probably already opened up the replacement for it and have started using it. Either A, continue um, using the new one and throw the old one out or B, alternatively, use up the rest of it. Like just use it up, whatever it is, 
just use it because why are you holding on to a bottle with just a little bit of something left in it? And if you feel like you can't, um, you know, part with that, just use it up. I actually like to use this technique with clients who are moving and I need to be um, packaging and boxing up some of their things that they just, you know, they know that they're going to take with them on their move. So what we do is we put those things that have just a little bit left off to the side and they continue using those. And then once, you know, their move happens, and this works really well if you're moving like within a week, within um, a couple months, you just put those things with a little bit left off to the side, use those up. The other things that you know have more quantity are already in boxes. You're going to be moving um, with those and those are going to come into your new home. And that way it's just a kind of a way to refresh. Why do you want to carry um, and pay the fee to, to lug something that has just a little bit left of it, you know, to another home? It's just not worth it. Okay. So you've pared down your makeup and beauty supplies, brushes, um, don't forget to clean your makeup brushes. You've pared down your skincare routine um, by either realizing the things that are important, by expiration dates, by getting rid of the things that just don't have a whole lot in them. So what do you do with the things that are left? Hopefully, those are a lot less than what you started with. You were very diligent in cutting down the things um, that no longer serve you. Containers. Contain, contain, contain. That is the only way that you are going to ensure that your bathroom, linen closet, hallway closet do not get overwhelmed with beauty products again. You have to have containers. And what I mean by this is containers in your bathroom. So if you keep your beauty products in there, um, containers for your drawers, if all of your items go into your drawers, and you have to be very diligent and specific about what each container is used for. So you have your eyeshadow, um, you know, container, you have your pencil container, brushes, um, lipsticks, etc. Like you've got all of your things and they're all in their containers. And you have to be very diligent that when that container reaches its capacity, nothing else can go inside of it. And I'm not talking like a big container. I'm just saying maybe, you know, a small drawer divider, um, something that you can put things in inside your drawers and then anything that doesn't fit in there. And I say this with some Reservation is your overstock or overflow areas. And what that means is the items that are unopened, only the items that are unopened, not unused eye, you know, not half used eyeshadow, half used foundation, with the exception of if you're going through the change of seasons. Um, only unused items can go into your overstock overflow area. So those items can be put into another container that's a little bit larger, but again, is very specific to the category. You know, you could have a whole facial one, you could have a whole makeup one. Um, I really wouldn't get as granular of eyeshadows, foundations, because then you're going to, again, be getting into a lot of excess that you're probably just not going to use. Um, I would just put one container makeup, and I'm not saying a large container that you would get like at Target that you're storing, you know, bedding in um, for the holiday season. I'm talking like, a, you know, a couple. Um, I want to say it's like a couple quarts that you can get. You can get it at Target or Walmart or Amazon, but they're not going to be large because what you'll find is that when people have space, they fill, and so you don't want to be filling a whole. Um, tub with makeup and facial products. It's a little extreme. So keep a smaller container and say, this is my container for my overstock or overflow of makeup. This is my container for my facial products. And um, once you reach that capacity, 
that's it. And when you start to realize that something doesn't fit, be a little bit more diligent about um, what you're going to be storing and keeping. And my last point on makeup, um, this has been kind of a little bit longer than, than I normally do, but I'm, makeup's always fun when you go into a client's house and you're playing around with the makeup. Um, and it's exciting to see what the client um, picks and what they choose to keep or what's really special to them. Um, and then you kind of realize like what they actually use on a daily basis and what their, their favorites are. And those are the things that are, are really exciting to see and um, to help them have more access to. But the last thing I wanted to say is what do you keep in your purse? or in other areas. So some people have um, chopsticks kind of um, around their homes or in cars. I don't really like um, when I see chopsticks or other beauty products around the home. It doesn't um, really organize very well. I will occasionally, if the situ situation calls for it, say, okay, this one designated area can have something. But overall, it really should be in one spot because then you're kind of infringing upon um, another item space. So really try to keep it all in one centralized location, not dispersed across the home. You don't want that. Purse and the car are two different exceptions. And what I would say about this is, you know, you could probably, you use a shade of lipstick that one day and you stick it in your purse, not a problem. However, that lipstick has to come out or the lipstick that is previously in the purse has to come out and you're only allowed to keep one of everything. So if you use chapstick on the regular, one tube of chapstick in your purse, you don't need anything more than that. If you have lipstick, one shade of lipstick. Lip gloss, one shade of lip gloss. Um, you may be somebody who will carry mascara or eyeliner. I don't really know why, but if you do, one of those things. Other than that, you cannot have in your purse duplicates of items. And this is for a couple of reasons. One, they clutter up your purse and it makes it harder to find anything in there that you're looking for. And two, when you want to use that item again, they're no longer in your centralized location in your home and then it's harder for you to find. And when you can't find something, you purchase it again. So it doesn't really make sense. Um, a great way to keep all of the things in your purse contained is just to get a small little um, bag. You know, you can typically find them. You probably get them when you purchase makeup products at the beauty counter. They always send you those little travel bags. Those are great to store um, all of your beauty products in your purse and you can also put them in your car. And that's just one location. I know that in here I've got, you know, um, you could have a nail file, you could have um, your lip gloss and um, chapstick in there and then your lipstick for the day. Put that all in there and then at the end of the day you just kind of take out that one shade that you use for that day if you're not planning on using it um, the rest of the week or the next day and put that back with the rest of your lipsticks um, this is going to make it so much easier for you to get ready in the morning and it's really going to keep everything in one location where you can find it you're not looking around for things um, so this is the makeup the makeup podcast this is the makeup spiel that i give to my clients Makeup's fun. Um, a lot of women find themselves having more makeup than maybe what they need. They don't use everything. It's expired. Um, they don't like different shades. It doesn't fit them anymore. Um, they maybe, that, especially with the eyeshadow, they're looking back and going, oh my gosh, how did I wear this? Um, a lot of the times, like I said, you find the one palette that has just a little bit left in it and that one color that they never touched, time to, time to move it on. Um, throw it away. So that is all things makeup. I think I pretty much touched on everything. Don't forget to contain once you have decluttered. Use all of the steps to declutter um, and get rid of as much as possible that you, you no longer want, doesn't work for you. 
if you're able to pass it along. I think I mentioned this, clean your makeup brushes. I would say at least once a week. You can do this with a little bit of dish soap. Hang them upside down to dry. You don't want the water running back into the um, brush itself because it kind of loosens up all of the hairs of the makeup brush. You would be surprised if you're not cleaning your makeup brushes just how dirty they are and you don't want to be putting all that back onto your skin. So clean your makeup brushes, um, declutter where you can and contain. And I hope that it's been super helpful. This is literally what I do with my clients when I go into a home. Um, you know, if it's if they've got a lot, we take a big trash um, trash bag. Also say, makeup is heavy. So if you are decluttering and you have a big um, trash bag, you're actually gonna be not filling that um, all the way up because it is very heavy, um, they rip. So just kind of get a smaller bag and throw all of the makeup in there and then you'll just have a lot of small bags. So. Um, I hope this has been helpful and if you have any questions and any topics that you would like me to, um, to riff on, to talk on, to kind of show you what I do with my clients, I am on all of the social medias um, at Spaces Organized and Styled, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and then my website, spacesorganizedandstyled.com. And I so appreciate you listening to the end and watching. And if you have any questions, leave them and I will answer them. Thank you.